Coming up on This Week in Games, eSports takes another step towards Olympic gold. A couple of lawsuit updates and the French legislation eyes loot boxes. Coming up This Week in Games. Welcome to This Week in Games. I'm your host, Eric McConnell, and I'm here to break down all the game goodness and news in the industry we love. So let's get on to it. First up, International Olympic Committee is going to host an esports forum. So July 21st at the Olympic Museum in Switzerland, I guess there's an Olympic Museum in Switzerland, the International Olympic Committee, IOC, and the Global Association of International Sports Federation they could have named that one better. Um, we'll meet with esport players, game publishers, teams, media, sponsors, event organizers, and representatives of the Olympic movement in esports to discuss future collaborations. So, pretty much this is it. We are one step away from getting Street Fighter gold, silver, and bronze medalists. Um, and sadly, Street Fighter will probably be in an Olympic sport before MMA. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to happen, and it looks like the IOC truly only cares about money, and will make a like make a video game into an Olympic sport. Could you imagine going back and seeing like the Greek heroes or whatever who are competing, and then point and be like, "Yeah, these guys are uh, hitting these rocks over there. They're also going to get gold medals." Yeah, yeah, I, I know you ran twenty six miles. Um, but man, he really hits those like rocks on that other rock. Uh, all right. Next up, French gambling regulators eye loot boxes. So I think everyone saw this coming. I've been uh, seeing this for a while, and it's the beginning of the end. So following the Belgium and Dutch regulations, the and I'm gonna butcher this, Ardorete de Regulation des Jeux in Linge or A-R-J-E-L, met to discuss loot boxes. I assume whatever that French uh, phrase I just said means French uh, lawmakers. And they didn't end up drafting regulation yet. But what they did decide on um, was this meeting was to discuss the possibility to coordinate a vote for regulation. So if this passes in France... France is one of the biggest, um, how do you say, like France and Germany are two of the biggest players in the EU for, you know, drafting legislation that other people in the EU follow. So the fact that France is already this close to drafting some regulation around loot boxes, we'll probably see other countries start following suit. And it's only a matter of time before someone in America realizes that children are gambling. So we'll keep an eye on that. Next up, lawsuit update. Bluehole drops their lawsuit against Epic Games. So the PUBG parent company is no longer suing Fortnite parent company Epic. Um, Bluehole being the PUBG parent company, Epic being the Fortnite parent company. The original lawsuit was over copyright infringements. If you guys remember when this propped up, I think last week, pretty much said these were unwinnable unless there's actual cases of theft. So unless you actually stole art, or some like art looks so incredibly like art in the other game, 
that regular Joe's off the street will say it's the same thing. Or you stole actual like written phrases like stealing winner, winner, chicken dinner. You pretty much can't win a copyright uh, lawsuit in video games. So, And it looks like Blue Hole's lawyers agree with me because they dropped the lawsuit. All right. We have a Duo Games platform news. First up, Snapchat to launch a game platform this fall. Claims to already also have a big publisher on board. Who could that be? (laughs) This report comes from The Information. Now, I'm going to give a plug for The Information. The Information is an amazing website. A little pricey, but you'll literally get bleeding-edge tech news. Um, The game platform will supposedly focus on smaller, mostly AR-driven game experiences. I think they definitely want their games to be under two-minute or minute-and-a-half game loops and so on and so on. Kind of makes sense. Snapchat's for people who have ADHD. They're not exactly reading books. They're looking at (laughs) quick snaps. So, I mean, I think if this has any relative success, you'll see Instagram release a game platform and then actually prove out that it can be successful and make all the money. So (laughs) let's see how Snapchat does. The next one up is a story I will not comment on, but I decided to just highlight this. Is A while ago, the information broke news that Google is making a cloud gaming console. This week, a bunch of gaming websites, including GameIndustry.biz, Polygon, Kotaku, and I think Gamasutra, also reiterated that story. I am now employed by Google, so I'm not going to say anything. I just thought I'd bring up that a bunch of people are copying the information again. Finally, after backlash, Sony changes its attitude towards cross-platform play. After a campaign launched by Nintendo and Microsoft, basically outing Sony as the reason why you can't play with your Sony friends, on Microsoft and Nintendo platforms. Sony's come around to the idea of playing cross-platform, and this mostly pertains to games like Rocket League, Fortnite, and other games that are released across all three consoles. And Sony claims it hears the fans. Well, I'm glad, Sony. I'm really happy for you. All right, let's get to some business news. Second lawsuit update. The Facebook ZeniMax judgment now takes different turns. So in the appeals court, the U.S. District Court has half the $500 million settlement handed to ZeniMax earlier this year. So they'll only get $250 million. Additionally, the judge in the appeals court has blocked ZeniMax's request to have the Oculus cells be blocked. So basically, they try to get Oculus um, to never be sold, pretty much. The reversal happened for a number of reasons, one of which ZeniMax actually has no rival product and really can't claim to be hurt by the Oculus Rift's existence. So that makes perfect sense. Um, the original lawsuit was over claims that the Oculus stole trade secrets to create its Rift's virtual reality headset. So it alleges that Palmer Lucky, the former Oculus uh, CEO, um, and former id software exec Jarn Carmack and other ZeniMax employees reverse-engineered research and copyrighted code for the project. So, I don't know. It's hard to say what these he-said-she-said lawsuits. I have no dog in the fight. I don't know whether this did or didn't happen, but really $500 million of blocking the rift from being sold is a bit ridiculous, especially considering I don't see ZeniMax or Bethesda releasing a headset. $250 million, Facebook 
I mean, kind of just light set money on fire at this point. So I don't know. I don't see a win. I don't see a loss. <laughs> Next up, Microsoft switches blockchain tech for publisher royalty calculations. This is actually the first uh, legitimate use of blockchain you'll hear on This Week in Games. Microsoft will use blockchain through Microsoft Azure to calculate royalties for publishers on the Xbox platform. So the previous process they took to calculate royalties took about 45 days and involved a lot of number crunching. The new process utilizes blockchain for a turnaround that will be much faster and require much less uh, work from Microsoft. Basically, blockchain will like legitimize whether these cells did or didn't happen and have a clear ledger of what cells happened in that time period. Interesting take, Microsoft. Um, next up, a little MMA. Niantic acquires Matrix Mule. So the developers of Pokemon Go acquire a computer vision startup to, quote, build 3D models of the surrounding area. Interesting, interesting. Maybe uh, Pokemon Go will exist in a 3D world now instead of your camera's 2D background and a Pokemon placed in it. So this is actually the third company Niantic has bought up lately. So they bought up Evertune, a social, like a social gaming mechanic startup. I don't even know what that means. Um, in Escher Reality, I report it a few weeks, maybe a month ago, which is another computer vision company. It's hard to say really what's going on here. So there's a couple things. Either Niantic is working on something huge, like, you know, I've reported that there are rumors that they're going to come out with their own AR gaming platform for other developers to use. Maybe this is part of it. Niantic is either trying to bury cash in acquisitions, so basically you can't get taxed on cash that you spend acquiring companies, or they don't really have a plan and they're just trying to make investors, uh, trying to trick investors basically to look like they have a plan by acquiring all these random companies. Who knows? Um, I remember they were supposed to release a Harry Potter game this year sometime, and I haven't seen anything from it in a while, so... I don't know what Niantic's doing, uh, but I guess Pokemon Go just prints money, so why do anything when you have a sure thing? <laughs> and speaking of a sure thing that prints money and not doing anything, Valve claims to be working on something better than Steam Spy. So Valve essentially sucked down Steam Spy last month. Steam Spy was what many developers, especially indie developers, used to kind of gauge sales and risk and what expected, like, markdowns that a game would net you and so on and so on um valve has all the analytics so i don't know why they need to be working on something better than steam spy they actually have all the legit analytics and steam spy harvest harvested it the analytics so who knows what they're actually working on because they're certainly not working on half-life 3 but we'll see what they decide to share with developers and for what costs coming up Last bit of game uh, business news. French developer studio OBB secures $21 million in Series B funding. So I wanted to report this because it's a lot of money, A, and B, because the funding was led by mobile mobile funding giant Atomico. So Atomico has invested in Supercell, Rovio, and many other mobile developers, especially early on in these developers' fundraising rounds. So they kind of have a knack for picking a sure thing. So that makes me want to look at OBB and see what they're doing. 
Sadly, OBB claims they're going to use the funding to explore console-style experiences on the mobile platform, which is kind of like a metaphor for saying, I'm just going to light money on fire and try to recreate games that shouldn't be on mobile on mobile. But I'll say one caveat to that is up until recently, it would be 100% waste of money. Now it's only a 95% waste of money because PUBG and Fortnite have actually made a successful port of a PC console experience on the mobile. So... We'll see what they do with that money. So there's a little bit of people shake up this week, and uh, that'll round out the news. Amy Hinnig, she's the Uncharted creator, has left EA to focus on independent games. So she originally joined EA from Naughty Dog in 2014. Um, At Naughty Dog, she created the Uncharted series. She was the creative director at EA Vancouver on an unnamed Star Wars game. Um, Let me think. Was this the Star Wars Bounty Hunter game that got canned? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know what EA Vancouver works on, because I think now they're focused on a mobile. So I don't know what it could be, but clearly, you know, when you bring in big names, you never release a game. Most of those big names leave. She said she wants to now work at, at her own independent game studios on VR games with a studio of six to eight people. So that's pretty much the dream. Go live the dream, Amy Hinnick. Next up, Wilhelm Tott. Now, Amy Hennig, inspiring story. Wilhelm Tott, kind of like sleazebag story. So Wilhelm Tott, he's a former executive VP at Rovio, and he joins Animoco Brands Board of Directors. So he will be the strategic advisor on the board. And for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know, Animoco is kind of a holding company that has a number of studios under it. It's known mainly for Mattel mobile games and a game very popular in Asia called Crazy Defense Heroes, which is like a tower defense kind of hero game where you have heroes along with a tower defense game. Now, why do I call this guy Sleazebag? Because Tot is joining another firm pretty ser- pretty like fast and soon after he rather shadily exited Rovio claiming he had personal reasons on why he couldn't work at a game company right now. And apparently he solved those personal reasons in under a month and joined the board of directors at Animaco Brands. So good job, William Todd. <laughs> Next up, Gary Dell is now the president and COO of Sega Europe. He comes from Disney, Rockstar, and Capcom, where he was a senior exec for all three. Finally, rounding out um, personality news of the week. Koji Miyake is named Nintendo Head of Europe CEO. Previously, he'll be replacing um, Satoru Shibata. He was the head of Nintendo of Europe and the CEO for Nintendo of Europe for 18 years. Shibata will return to Japan. Miyake will come in. He was the general manager of HR at Nintendo. I didn't know HR departments had general managers. Pretty interesting. And pretty interesting for a guy in HR to get the call up to be the CEO of a wing really see that happen but go HR and that's up for this week in games listen next week I'll be breaking down all your game news for you so you don't have to go research it everywhere else and I'm Eric McConnell I'll see you guys later